Hello, Polyam fam, and welcome to Hot Tub Poly Talk. Woo! Hello, hello. I'm Monsada. I'm Bella. And you're in the tub in the summertime with us. Yep, yep. And we're just enjoying some Pacific Northwest beautiful air. It's like, oh, there goes the umbrella. Oh, tipping back and forth. No, we're good. We got it. It's like a beautiful 85, clear, beautiful day. It is. We so, were down on the waterfront Pokemoning earlier. Yes, we were. And we got all hot and sweaty. Yes, we did. <laughs> so we came home and got in the pool. <laughs> the new Vancouver waterfront is pretty awesome. It's all right. You know, I think there's a lot of room for growth. We'll see how it is. Yeah. But we got to see a poly friend while we were down there. We did. I don't have her consent to name her on air yet. That's okay. I didn't plan to. Yeah. And uh, so that was cool. And then we got some ice cream. Yep. And just had a good time. Yep. Yep. And now we're back in the tub. Splish splash. I was taking a bath. Yeah. Something on a Saturday night. Well, sure. That's what the song said. Oh, so here we see. I never want to get below nipple level. <laughs> Does it get too cold? It on gets the really nips? cold, especially on the right side because I have that scar. Yeah. And that's uh, that's a very sensitive oh. subject. So anyway, <laughs> now that I've talked about my anatomy. Yeah. I mean, we could talk about all your scars. That'd be no. Fun. Be a fun time. <laughs> no, we don't need a double length episode. <laughs> so here we are. It's July. Yeah. Late July, going into August, and I know oh, that I for, this, for most people it's still summertime, but it's getting to the point to where I'm thinking about Halloween <laughs> and. In September, oh man, I'm gonna do it. Oh. Okay, in September, I've historically hosted a costume party. You're into cosplay and whatnot. Right. So this is about the time I started thinking about costumes and stuff for for these upcoming parties. And one of the things that is a very common discussion point around Halloween time is zombies. Oh. And I was talking with a listener this last week, <laughs> the week before, about zombies specifically. <laughs> so I thought maybe we'd bring that discussion public. Yeah. And she was cool with me bringing it public, so so now we're going to do it. Zombies. What did you call it when we were talking about getting ready to get started? My meta is a zombie? Yes. <laughs> That's going to be the name of the episode. That's too cool. I My feel like there's a song in that. Like, I feel like there's a book in that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to write... That book? Yeah. That's going to be a good time. <laughs> so, here we are. Thinking about zombies. The living dead. Feasting on the flesh of others. In the flesh? I guess I'm thinking about that. What are you doing? I was splish-splashing as I was going like that, and then I looked down. Okay, so... Miss Bella has a skirt on her bathing suit, and she's got her hands in her skirt that's floating to the top, and she's clapping. Like suctions to my hands. Okay. So then I was clapping, and as I was clapping, her boobs were jiggling. 
and it distracted me. I see. <laughs> oh yeah, I can see how see? it's very distracting. Anyway, zombies. <laughs> <laughs> that's what was that? That's what I was doing. That's fine. That's that's good. I'm just gonna stare at your boobs all of a sudden now. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> so polypod, polycule, zombie apocalypse. Right. Let's say that your polypod is about ready to go through a zombie apocalypse. Like we know it's coming. Oh no! Like it just breaks it out. Like it's like the Umbrella Corporation. We've heard it on the news. Shit's going crazy. Or no, like it's, it's a breakout. Like like a, a real zombie apocalypse were to happen. Like Joe just wanders down the street from next door, and you're like, what the? F and you just realize he's a zombie. Uh, yeah, kind of. That's kinda. how you find out. So like, do you remember Dawn of the Dead, the remake that was in the early 2000s? No, I know Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> okay, we'll go with that. We're just sitting around watching TV and. We'll go with Zombie that. Show up in the backyard. Like, remember when Sean went to work and he's doing yeah. his thing and he got like even his ink pen bled out on his. Yeah. And it all just happened all at once, and everyone's like, "What the hell is going on?" Right. So let's say that your polypod isn't good. Do you got? Do you have a zombie backup plan? in your polypod? Is that an important thing? Like an earthquake or like an emergency right. plan, you need a zombie attack. Yes. Plan for the apocalypse. Yeah. Do you have Do one I ready? I currently have one? Yes. Negative. Fortunately for you, <laughs> I do. I figured. I do. I guess that's probably something we should actually talk about maybe on our next KTT is discuss what the zombie emergency survival plan is. Um, I feel like I will be in charge of tracking down the Twinkies. No, that's not important. Zombie land, it was important. I don't care. Quit watching movies. <laughs> Quit thinking about it like it's Hollywood. Hollywood. Hollywood not. Can I be Alice? I, you could. You better <laughs> don't get some don't, training don't. in. <laughs> I mean, I don't know the last time you did a flying 720 kick. No, it's okay. I'll just get better at double tapping. Okay, that I like, works. I like shotguns. Okay. So you're going to be the heavy firepower. Yeah. We'll just set you up with some 12 gauges and stuff, and you're oh, good to go. Does that mean I'm the tank? Are you the tank? Is that what, is that, what that means? I don't think you're tank material. <laughs> <laughs> I think if anything, I would spend a lot of time protecting you. <laughs> From zombies. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I have the boom booms. Now I'm starting to get nervous. <laughs> like you're gonna get scared. I'd have one, I'd have one on each arm, uh, on each hip, and I'd. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, fine. Let's say you're gonna date with the intention of filling a zombie survival team. Okay this back just a little bit so what would your requirements be your personal requirements when you're looking to date i need what, what are you going to look for in date partners where you develop your relationship and also have a strong a zombie survival team member okay well i think first i think about food food and water right so and i'm not quiet i'm clumsy as shit walking around so I need a scavenger. I need to find someone who's a quiet, get through places, 
I need a, I need, what's his name? I don't know. His head went smashy smashy. That doesn't help. I don't even know what you're talking about. Glenn, I need a Glenn. Glenn. Oh my goodness, Walking Dead. Oh, okay. See, you gotta give me where you're I referencing. I couldn't think of the name. <laughs> okay, so you need a Glenn. All that came to my head was smashy smashy. Okay. I need a Glenn. I need someone stealthy and gets into small places and can find us food. Scavenger. All right. What else? Mm. And how big is your pod going to be? As big as it needs to be. I don't set, define number sizes. What the hell's your problem right now? I don't know. <laughs> you give me that look. Oh, here we go. Sirens! So, you, so you're looking to date a Glenn. I need a Glenn, yep. Who else? Anyone else? Um, is it just going to be you and your scavenger? What about me? Where do I fit on your you fit? zombie scale? I mean, I kind of feel like you're the fuck it guy. <laughs> the fuck it guy? Yeah. What does that mean? Like, what are you doing? Are you? you... Got... Don't worry about it. Just... <laughs> what is a fuck it guy? A fuck it guy is like the bring it on. We're all gonna die, so I'm gonna kill you all now. Does that like... mean I'd be a self-sacrificer? No. I think you, well, I mean, it could, you could end up no, being a self-sacrificer, but I don't think so. I think you're more, let me, I wonder if there's a character I can think of that would be like so I think you need more zombie experience. I don't know that you have a lot of uh, zombie stuff to pull from. Okay, I kind of feel like you'd be like a Michonne early on, before she got wrapped up in the group. Where she was like, I've got two zombies as my pets, and I don't even fucking care about the rest of the people. Like, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna be my own badass. Fuck it. Oh, okay. All right, I can handle that. Okay. So you have your fuck it guy. You're getting your scavenger guy, or girl, or yeah. they them. What, what other partner type are you looking for? Hmm food covered, I kind of got like attacks covered. I feel like I need a technology person. Technology is going to be dead. Right, but I mean, so we're going to come across like dead walkie-talkies in people's homes or whatever. Oh, I see. So I need I somebody see. who can like jimmy rig things. Okay. So I need someone who's technology savvy. All right. So even you and I work at a technology corporation, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Somebody who can who can do that sort of thing specifically. While you're going slashy slashy. Okay. Um, oh, we need a medical person. Okay. Right? That's good. So you're looking for a... <gasps> we could have Angry Bambi on our team. <laughs> we could. I think that she'd get real tired of my shit really fast. Tired of your shit, Carl! <laughs> I think I think that she would be a great zombie. She gets kind of loud. You and her both? Uh, oh, the two of us together? We could be good decoys, though. Yeah, but you know what happens to decoys, Over right? Over here, zombies! You know what happens to decoys. They don't last long. I would. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got those double tap skills, remember? Gotcha. From the hips. Gotcha. You double tap in the hip. 
Well, not my hip. <laughs> Double tap them from my hip to their heads. All right. Huh. Well, what about you? Well, I would definitely... Sort of zombie smarty pants? I would definitely want to make sure that I had somebody with better medical skills than I. Because mm -hmm. my medis med medical skills, that was a really hard word Mes to say. Medicinal. Medicinal skills. <laughs> they are a little bit like pour some whiskey on it and then sew it up mm -hmm. and just keep going. Ooh, maybe like a mechanic type guy. Maybe the technology guy's also mechanic -y, so we can rig vehicles. Yeah. So definitely, uh, maybe even a couple of medical people, because you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. So we roll into a hospital and we're like, hey, who's still alive here? I want to date you. Well, I think the dating happens... <laughs> Before. In theory. Pre-apocalypse. Pre in theory, yes. I'd like to date a couple of medical professional types. I would, and, and it doesn't even have to date. It could be a meta. Like, so, yeah. say I'm dating a medical professional type, and that person is also dating a mechanic. There I go, yeah. right? I would also like to have, I think that I can scout and scavenge. I want someone that's patient enough to hold watch. Sometimes that we need to hold watch because I'm not patient. So where do I fall in on your team? I pretty much just protect you a lot. <laughs> I think is what it comes down to. Yeah. And I'm just going to gloss over your question. Because <laughs> you don't think I have any skills to bring to the team? I didn't say that. <laughs> but I am wondering, because I save you from spiders. Yeah, like that whole family that's going to hatch over there. Right. Oh, so I'm definitely going to save you from zombies. Yeah. I do, when we do food prep, I do a lot of that. I'll kick soccer balls in their face. I'm not, I mean, <laughs> your support, I'll give you the guns, don't ever shoot me. For your cheerleader? Yeah. Sarah, you can do it. And you're also a great positive motivator for the polycule. You're We're bright and survive, shiny. you guys. Right, as long as you don't panic. I want someone that would be willing to forage with me, someone that's willing to rough the scary parts so that we can go on like two-person excursions mm -hmm. for supplies. So I think that that would be a very important member of the Polycule. I will be our banker. zombie apocalypse the bank system won't matter you know we will also need somebody to play liaison to other roaming pods okay so you're gonna be the the shiny happy figurehead the I person who is our what do you call it ambassador ambassador that's what i was looking for okay there you go you're my ambassador okay because you are actually really good at that. Like when we're in a group and I don't know people and so I go into that mode where I'm just kind of watching to see who's like what, you jump out there and you're friendly and you're open and you're, and you're talkative and you help break that ice while I'm still trying to figure people out. So that works out. I think that works out in our favor. Okay. There you go. I'm the ambassador. <laughs>
I also wouldn't want the polypod to get too terribly big. Yeah. I think if it was around 10 people big or so. Is it what I said it was gonna do? Yeah, yeah, big deal. <laughs> the umbrella lifted and blew away. See, that's why you don't put all your faith in the Umbrella Corporation. <laughs> you need an palace. Because it falls. You need an palace. Well, that would be the person that would go on excursions with me. <laughs> right, a badass. Yeah. Lara Croft, Alice, who else? I don't know. Michelle. So that's how I would want to do it. And like where we've got right now, I think this is the best defensible base. How about our house? Yes, I do. I think this would be the best place to do it. And... How do you figure? What do you mean, how do you figure? We got multiple entries, we got lots of windows, our fence is janky. <laughs> Okay, so this back wall. The back wall is fine. They're not going to climb over a eight, ten foot brick wall. They're going to walk on by like it doesn't even exist. Unless we're loud. No, they'll just gather on the outside of it. And then they'll climb on top of each other. And we'll shoot them from the window. <laughs> the back wall's fine. Right. So we live in a cul-de-sac. Yep. So the main entry from invaders is generally going to come from that direction. Would we barricade the cul-de-sac? Like, would we barricade up on the street over there? No, I wouldn't want to call too much attention that we're active in our, our building. Because the more you barricade it, the more that there's going to be roaming pillagers that are like, oh, they've Someone's got something. There. Yeah. So, I think the idea would be, chances are, the neighbors would end up disappearing. Right. Maybe they'd be in the zombie apocalypse or they'd go out and never come back we'd take over theirs we'd eventually keep the whole cul-de-sac and we would have a lot more defensibility than in some of these other places and we have clear lines to certain areas that will get us things we need like there's that Walmart right down the street yep which would be a good place for a while because a lot of people are going to go to other places in general. Right. Also, there's a gun shop right around the corner. Yep. Also a bar. That's not important in a zombie apocalypse. It might be. Ow. You can make flame bombs with the alcohol that explodes and ignites. Flame bombs. Yep. You can also do that with gasoline. But or other products that you find at Walmart. If we run out, there's alcohol. And that's part of your medical training with the whiskey on the wound. No, that's part of mine, and that's not very <laughs> hygienic. It's not good for the wound. So, there's that. So, here's the other side of it. What happens when you end up losing a member of your pod? Like, man down, man down. Right, like that. that's going to be really hard. I mean, oh, ancient times, mm -hmm. the Romans encouraged their military to be intimate because you will fight harder for loved ones, for loved ones than you will for strangers. Right. So we're going to fight harder for our pod than we would if we're just like, oh, hey, we picked these people up at the mall and those guys were walking down that path behind the 
whatever. So this would be a very, very strong, tightly knit thing. Ooh, what would we do if someone did want to join us, though? Good question. I think at that point, are there guidelines? Are there rules? Like, is this something like with your polypod, with a whole new world of lifestyle being... Zombies here and everywhere. <laughs> I don't remember that song in Aladdin. They'll eat your face <laughs> all over the place. Oh no. What? That's gross. Well, it's gonna happen. No. So, would you have rules? I feel like we have to have some sort of guidelines set up. Right. Otherwise, it's like chaos. Just like in any relationship, you have to have some guidelines. Right. Boundaries. But you can't, I mean, is it like if I like if if it's like hey, if you're if you <laughs> make some connection and friendship with Joe Schmo down the street, my boundary is gonna be hey, I don't want them in my personal space, so they're not allowed in the house. I don't know. Okay. Like in a time of like crazy pillagers and stuff, how do we build trust? Right, so you don't want them in the place because you don't want them to, like, sabotage us or steal our supplies or something like something that. Something like that, or, you know, they fuck up and now the zombies are getting in when the zombies haven't right. been in for 10 years. Right. Well, I think if we went 10 years, we'd be doing pretty good. I know. How would those relationships look in 10 years? I've never been through a zombie apocalypse. I don't know. We should do it. Or, you know, not. So what if one of the people in your polypod became strongly attracted to one of the zombies? <laughs> like necrophilia? That's like, is that, is that a hard limit? Is that, or is that just like a rule breaker? You know, breaker? I really, I don't know that I'd want a zombie meta. <laughs> no? I mean, do we have to keep them, like, chained up somewhere? I don't know. I mean, like, and that's, that's not good. You don't want to chain someone up against their will. Are I think they, zombies have rights too, right? Are they trainable? I don't know. <laughs> I think they just have that primal desire to eat flesh. What was that one TV show? I Zombie? There's a lot of zombie TV shows. I don't know which she, one you're talking about. She was about. like a teenage girl or something that was a zombie. And she had to like eat brains, but was cool. <laughs> was she the one that had the job at like a lab or Maybe. something? Maybe, yeah. It might have been I Zombie. Yeah. So like, are they like that? Or are they like Walking Dead zombies? Well, like in Shaun of the Dead, his oh, buddy. I don't remember. At the end, like his buddy got turned, and at the end of it, he kept his buddy out in the shed, and they'd play video games. Oh together. yeah. <laughs> so I mean, like, there's that possibility. Maybe yeah. But I mean, like, realistically, they're rotting people, <laughs> and that's pretty gross. That is gross. So. How would you handle that if one of your partners is like, you guys, I just got to tell you, I'm really attracted to Rotella over here. <laughs> Rotinella. I'd be like, hey, that's cool. You do you, but you do you over there. Can they come back? Can they come back? Like, can they come into my dwelling? Not the zombie, the partner. Oh, yeah. As long as that partner stays human. Yeah, and well, not like, dead. And, and that's the thing is like, what if it got kinky and there was a little biting going on, 
Next thing you know, your partner nope. I don't know about that. has bite marks or claw marks. That's infection material. Yeah, no, that's that's a hard limit. You know, that it's like is, an STI testing thing. Right, but there is no zombie STI testing. Right, but you have clear signs of a zombie bite. Oh, what if uh-uh. you have two, like, partner met up, two people in your pod who are into that sort of thing, <laughs> not with zombies, but with regular people. Into biting? Yeah, biting, scratching, primal sex, yeah. that sort of thing. So you never know. Was that bite there before they went out? Do we have to double tap them in their sleep? Like, thinking about kink in a zombie world. How soon do we double tap? Do we need to see signs of zombieism? Absolutely. <laughs> you don't want to just be like, oh, it looks like you were bit, you're done. <laughs> well, that's the thing, right? Is like if you're, if you're incorporating, like that's something that's never been discussed, is how does kink affect the zombie apocalypse <laughs> like you and I do impact yeah. what if you and I did impact one night and and then one of your partners saw a bunch of bruising they're like oh no if she attacked <laughs> do I have to put her down <laughs> like how how dangerous is kink to humans well, I mean, now I feel like that's just more communication gotta communicate with the pod hey we got our kink on last night everything's okay is that a way to get out of if you really were bit when you were scavenging? <laughs> oh no, we were getting kinky and I got bit. And then an hour later you've got a fever and we're in double tap zone. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> so there are ways to handle this in the event that it needs to be handled. I just feel like extra communication goes a long way. Alright. <laughs> and what about when you can't double tap because it's someone you love? Then... Get a meta to do That's it. what I was going to say. What meta don't they get along with all the time? That is messed up. Is there a meta that's like, oh, I'll do it. Me, me, me. I've been waiting my whole life for this. My conversion is lacking. That's not funny. We shouldn't be laughing at that. You laugh because it's legit. It's happened. Uh, yeah, there have been times in my relationships <laughs> where I'd have been like, I'd probably be all right double tapping <laughs> In the event of a zombie apocalypse, of course, and only in the event of a zombie apocalypse. Of course. This is all hypothetical. Please don't try this at home. All right. And don't assume we're trying this at home because we're not. No. We're clapping our hands, jiggling our boobs. <laughs> oh, we're back to that. We never left. I see. So, is there is there another direction we can go with the zombie discussion? I mean, I don't think so. I think we covered it. I don't. No? What else you got? I don't know. So I how just long know would you want to stay at home base for? Uh, is there any reason you'd hit the road? Well, yeah. Obviously, is if our... I got really busy on the road all of a sudden. Hit the road, busy on the road. If we were compromised all of a sudden, so obviously we'd a, have to go. Or if resources dried up in the surrounding area. Right. Can we get horses? Can we ride horseback? I mean, maybe. Eventually, probably. Also, if if this location didn't seem to be as defensible as I thought it would mm -hmm. be. 
or if we're not able to maintain you know maybe other people are setting up camp around here too and there's just too many of us mm -hmm. and rather than take out other survivors who may be trying to take us out if we can't all work as a team then maybe adding separation would be a good idea right Right. So, moving a little further out. Or, if we just get tired of being around this area. Like, if you, like thinking about it this way. If a zombie apocalypse happened, wouldn't that be kind of a cool time to travel the United States? Yeah. You don't have to go to work on Monday. Yeah. You can just get one of those RVs, conveniently located, about four blocks that way. Right. Jump in that sucker and just drive around the country. So what? Okay, so zombie apocalypse just breaks out, right? Okay. So shit hasn't quite hit the fan yet. Everyone's not gone yet. It's just all the looting and stuff is just happening. Okay. What do you go loot? What supplies do you stock up on? Dry rations. You'll want dry rations. You want stuff that... Canned food, dry food. Right, stuff that's not going to expire for a long time. You will want some self-defense stuff, you know. Shovels, duct tape. <laughs> wow. Not quite self-defense, but yeah. Nope. That I would put under survival stuff. Self-defense stuff. Weapons, yep. ammunition, and whatever, you know, we don't already have. We'd want to grab a few more things. But then it would come to the survival stuff. You do want to have specific things, like like you'd have in a bug out bag, for example. So our first stop, we head out to the RV corner, fill up on gas, fill up extra gas cans, okay. hit that gun shop, and hit Walmart. Huh. Well, see, and then that's the weird thing, is like, at what point do you decide to try to loot right you know because what if it's not really a zombie outbreak maybe <laughs> there was just an accident and now you're just breaking the law and in a week when whatever incident is resolved and our society goes back to normal now you broke the law and you did some damage to someone's life and all that with the looting right right it has to be a total societal meltdown for sure in my opinion right before you determine I need these things right. because ultimately the the person that owns the RV or the company that owns the RVs those people are still working and still trying to take care of their own and and they want to be able to survive also so what's that what's that time limit for you a week Hmm. Two weeks? A month? I would want to make sure that we had all of the food supplies here for a while. And yes, I would stick around here for a while to make sure that it isn't going to get resolved. Maybe a couple weeks. So we'd stock up on the dry food way ahead of time. Like that's just a thing we do as a polycule. Hey, buy an extra dry food item when you go out. Yeah, maybe. And we just stock that up. Yeah. And then if it's it's a point where like stores are getting closed down, hopefully we have enough to last uh, enough in the house currently to last for a while. Right. I don't know. <laughs>
I mean, ended abruptly. It, it did because <laughs> I'm trying to think about it. That brings up a lot of questions, like that. When you're just having fun, having a conversation about zombie survival stuff, a lot of people are like, "Yeah, I'm going to hit this right away, and I'm going to hit this right away." But then, if you start really thinking about the in-depth of it, and that there are other people involved, and that there are other situations available, or you know. Well, and you know, maybe we're watching or listening to the news, and they're all hell's breaking loose across the world. Right. You know, where you go to call nine one one, and the line is just dead. Right. There is no nine one one. So I would say that, like, in a total, a total horror movie style zombie apocalypse, you'd want to get those things relatively quick. Yeah. Because you want to beat the other looters. And you don't want to have to gunfight over rations. Right. And then and then I would actually not do the RV thing right away anyway. Yeah. I'd stick it out here for as long as I could and then get an RV and then skedaddle. Yeah. See, so, you know, I feel like I'd want to go claim an RV, pull it up aside next to the house, full of with a full gas tank, ready to go. That would be the way to do it. Because by the time we're ready to go, if we go check it out, they might all be gone. Also, if the home gets compromised and we need to get out in a hurry, yeah. we'd need an escape vehicle. So there's that. And we could have it already stocked and ready. Yeah. So we go. Yeah. And it's a good lookout spot, too. Make sure no one else is going to steal it anyway. Someone could sleep on top of it. I'm not sold on that one. Well, I mean, you know, it's like camping. Alright. It'd be a good place to sleep. It'd be fun at least. Yeah. Well, that's our zombie apocalypse. Polypod. What if you were all zombies already? Then you have a happy little zombie pod. How do you think that they would emotionally navigate relationships? They don't. Food. Brains. Nummy, nummy, nummy. Yeah, but if you look in a lot of the zombie stories and stuff, they gather in groups. Is that just so they have a better chance at food? I don't know. You'd think with a, a bigger herd, there's less food. Yeah, but one-on-one, so on one, you're more herd? likely to get head chopped off. True. But they don't have the reasoning like that, right? I, I think they're just like cattle. They just follow the herd. Cannibalistic cattle. Yeah. Maybe there's more to it. Maybe there's emotional connection. <laughs> they feel kinship with each other or they feel closeness. These are my people. Right. They're like, I love you. I don't think there's In that. a brain-eating sort of way. Yeah. And maybe we're getting about this all wrong. Maybe what's happening is the zombies are actually gathering together and unifying out of love and because they are something different and unknown to us and humanity is so it hateful. scares us that we just kill them yeah maybe we should allow the zombies to have their poly herds <laughs> and let them live their life happy and when they come for your brains um maybe they're just welcoming you into the fold <laughs> they care about you that much yeah they're asking you, please, join, join our us. herd. <laughs> On that note. I have a lot to think about now because yeah. I never thought of zombies like that. <laughs>
My whole world is different. Oh no. We're all flappy, flappy, flappy. Alright, well, let's just play with your boobs. No, I was playing my skirt. That's no, right. I'm gonna, we're gonna do that. Oh, okay. So, I guess, um... Thanks for listening! Yeah, if you got some zombie input, you go ahead and let us know. We'd like to hear your survival plan or your techniques. Yeah. Who you'd want in your zombie Give survival us your, pod. Your tips and tricks and feedback. Right, and if you've, you know, if you've outlived zombie apocalypse, you have some experience to share, share it with us. <laughs> Until next time, goodbye. See ya!